0: Hey, Thomas hi Stephanie how are you doing quiet Please tell me very quiet I feel like you've said maybe five words since we've hopped on this so yeah uh, why so quiet
1: Partied out.
0: Ooh, party. Please tell, spill all your party details.
1: I went to two parties this week.
0: Two? Whoa. Who are you?
1: Obviously a party person.
0: (laughs) Party animal.
1: The first, midweek uh it was a political related party. Mm. So a lot of that people. That sounds
0: I, so fun.
1: I didn't know a lot of people there. Then yesterday, a fire pit friends party.
0: Mm. I'm assuming you knew most people there.
1: Didn't know most people there either. <laughs>
0: did you find yourself at these parties where you didn't know people?
1: I was invited by somebody I didn't know.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. How'd that work out for you? Did you talk much at these parties? I did. Oh, okay.
1: That's why you're quiet. Well, then I got tired. Yeah. And I stopped talking at the parties.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Did you leave then, or were you just quiet in a corner?
1: Basically, that one.
0: <laughs> Dear. <laughs>
1: one of the parties, I was taking photographs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To help out with the party. Yeah. So I just took photographs. Yeah. The fire pit party. I just stared at the fire.
0: Mm. I mean, that's good at least, right? Got a little change of scenery. It's so, like watching clouds. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay.
1: I think that's the. I think I played the role of ultimate party person. Mm. In both cases. Okay. Because sometimes you just need someone to show up.
0: (laughs) I guess.
1: We could describe what I did in both cases definitively as showing up.
0: You did. You took up space.
1: I took up space but did not compete for attention.
0: Mm. Okay. I mean, did you at least get some food or something out of these parties?
1: I had food at both parties.
0: Oh, good. Oh, good. And were you grateful at both parties?
1: With an eight in the middle of the word.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Yep. I think uh you're the ultimate party guest. Uh, make sure, make sure next time you got a party, invite Thomas.
1: <laughs> Stephanie, how are you?
0: How much time do we have? <laughs> um I have had a week or maybe two weeks. I don't know. I just, uh, I kind of feel over it, defeated a little bit. Um, Yeah, like, I just want to complain a bit. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Both of my kids got COVID tests this week. Uh, they are both negative, don't worry. But uh, my daughter, who is the younger one, um, was very sick all week. And um, it's hard. It's exhausting and hard because she can't really talk and you don't know what's hurting and what is actually going on and all those things. So, um, yeah, she was home all week and I feel like I barely got any actual work done. Um, and so after what we're done here, I'm just gonna get going back to work, because now I have, you know, reinforcements with Chris, and he's going to have to take on all the caretaking duties for the rest of today. Yay. But I'm just feeling tired, and my body just feels off, like, I don't know if I mean, there's a good chance I caught some part of what she has. Um, Not that I've really been feeling sick, but I've just felt run down all week. But that could also have been due to... I just... You know, if I'm not taking care of her, I've been trying to jump into work and get something done. And so... I haven't been taking care of myself. That's like bottom line. I think I've taken two showers this week. Uh, sorry, Chris. I stink. Um, yeah, I just, I've barely eaten. I've not been keeping up with my water. And so I can just tell, you know, it's like my whole body just feels off. So, I feel like we're just about at that turning corner point where she's starting to pick back up. So, hopefully, next week will be easier. That's one thing I will say. I I did not give up hope (laughs) this week. Uh, Every day I was like okay tomorrow's gonna be the day that she's just gonna wake up and rule the world you know hasn't happened yet <laughs> but I I keep up the hope so yeah Is yeah it's not fun having a sick kid the silver lining though is that she's been super cuddly all week. And, you know, since usually when kids start walking, they just want to walk and, you know, they're very active. Well, this week, she's just come sat with one of us and just puts her head on her shoulder, you know, so that's been nice. Um, and luckily she has been able to sleep it hasn't kept us up all night so those are the good things and she doesn't have covid you know like <laughs> but there are lots of good things i know it's not the worst thing that could have happened but i'm definitely feeling run down hey Only five minutes. That was pretty good. (laughs) All right. Shall we jump in? Yes. Mm. All right. Do you have a topic? Because I feel like I kind of set us up to talk about this thing that happened to me yesterday. So.
1: I can bring a topic to then get knocked down.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's up to you. Do you want to lay out a topic? I would. Okay.
1: Don't know if you've heard. I'm a party person.
0: (laughs) I vaguely remember that. Mm
1: Okay. Okay. Ran into a question Ooh. at one of these parties. How do you deal with drunk people?
0: Oh, that's a question.
1: I haven't been to a party in, I think, two years. Yeah. Full two years. And uh, I've lost lost that ability to deal with (laughs) drunk people.
0: Do you ever really have that ability? I'm not sure.
1: I don't know. But it's a question that I I can't answer myself. I
0: love that question. I don't think I have an answer for it. Um, Especially at a party, it's almost like, If you can just get them to go to sleep, that might be (laughs) the best. (sighs) Um, Cool. All right. Well, I had a situation happen to me yesterday Mm. that I thought might be fun to just kind of dissect a little bit. Um, And I will preface this with saying I'm still a little angsty about it, which might be good for entertainment quality, I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't even know how exactly to put it into a topic um, because there are a few different pieces to it but it was an interaction I had with uh, someone who was working on our building who happened to be a man Um, and uh, let's just say it didn't go well (laughs) I'm ready. Okay, we're ready to start. Okay. Um. Okay, I was trying to piece together what might be important to, like, set the scene for you. So, we live in... I think technically you call it like a townhouse. Um, And so we're a part of this building that has multiple townhouses that are all attached. Which means that some of the utilities and where utility workers would go to fix something in one of these places are all in one place for the whole building, right? Well, one of these utility closets, I'll call it, just happens to be right outside our home, right behind this wall back here, you can see. Um, so... Um, This doesn't happen often, like we don't, people don't go in there often, Uh, but when they do, we can hear everything inside the house. It's like paper thin. It feels like we're standing right next to them. Um, And so, first of all, Joey, the dog, starts freaking out because, of course, dogs bark when... People are outside or dogs pass by or anything, you know? She just starts barking. So, of course, my first thought is, okay, I'm home with a sick baby who's trying to sleep to rest and heal her body, right? So, of course, I don't want the baby waking up. Dog barking can wake up a baby, right? Not good. So I can tell someone's outside. At that point, I didn't realize they were getting into the closet. And so I just thought, okay, it'll pass, you know, give her a few barks, it'll pass. Well, no, she keeps barking. Then I hear them entering the closet and start like, I don't know, it almost sounded like they were pounding In there. And then they start talking, which didn't sound like talking. It sounded like yelling. And so it's just like, uh, I know they're probably working on something. Hopefully it's quick, right? Well, it wasn't quick. So after... I don't even know how long it was. at least 15, 20 minutes. Dog's still going crazy barking. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go outside. I'll check to see who it is, what they're doing, you know, whatever. So I go out my door, and I turn the little corner to get to the side, and I see three guys. One's in the closet, two standing down. And I was like... Oh hi! Uh, what are you doing? And they're like, "Oh, we're from such and such company." W- one guy turned and said that. Then the guy in the closet decides he needs to talk and say, "Well, we're working on this—the internet—for one of your neighbors." Oh, okay. Well, this is our facility. Okay. Um and I was just like kind of taken aback because he just automatically had this like aggressive tone. And I was just like, uh Okay. He's like, Well if you have a problem, you need to go talk to blah, 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 blah. I don't I didn't I apparently blacked out at that point. And I was just like, "Okay, um well, this is my home right here." And he's like, "Well, this is our facility. We're just doing our work." And I just I was like, "Okay, what am I even supposed to say to someone who just is like saying the same thing over again and uh, aggressive? And then I was also like, what are these other two guys doing here? They like, they turned to me when I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? And they looked like, they were nice gentlemen. And then as soon as the other one started barking at me, they both, like, conveniently just turned and, like, ignored me. And I, I literally was like, dude, you don't have to be like this. I'm just checking in with you. And he's like, this is our facility. And just, like, turning to get back to what he's doing. And then not only do they need three guys there, but they also need to have someone on speakerphone. So, first of all, I'm sorry. I should have said at the beginning this. These were all men. And there will probably be things that I say (laughs) that are very men Uh, uh, Stereotypes, maybe? I don't know. But I just want to put that out there. All right, guys. You need 20 people to figure something out. Whatever. But the biggest thing to me, two things that I keep thinking about. Well, three. One, the guy was immediately defensive and got aggressive with me when I felt like I was just asking a question. Like I wasn't, I don't think I was being aggressive. You know, I wasn't coming in like being accusatory or anything like that. I just am like hearing all sorts of stuff in my house. And thought, hey, I have a right to go ask what's going on. It that felt okay to me. And I feel like when you are working around people, you could at least say, Oh hi, yeah, we're we're working here. Um I don't know I just it feels more like the right approach to come in and say oh hi how are you hope your day's going well yep here's what we're doing like let's start like that versus this is our facility <laughs> just that totally caught me off guard Number two, after I went back inside and was just dumbfounded at the interaction I just had, it felt like, in a way, his explanation explanation of what they were doing was like, "Well, this is what it is and I'm not going to say anything else to you because I don't think you're going to understand. And, uh, oh, you're not a man, so you wouldn't get it anyways. And then three, I already said this, but the other two guys just like, oh, let's churn and just pretend this isn't happening like, really? You're going to let someone talk to someone like that? Oh, it just was so irritating. I was irritated. I mean, I'm still irritated. And this happened almost a whole day ago. So I I just, I guess I needed to get it out there. We'll see if this is the right place to have done that. But that's uh, what I felt. I just, going back to number two for a second, I was thinking, okay, if I was a man, would you have acted like that? Would you have said the exact same thing? Would you have used the same tone? I'm not sure about that. Not sure. Of course, I'll never know. Um, and then with number three, I just want to be like, do you want someone treating your wife like this? Do you want someone treating your mom like this? Your daughter? Do you want that? It's not nice. So... There it is. I keep going back in my head to, because you know I do this. I go back and I'm like, what could I have done differently? Did I do something wrong? Could I have approached them differently? Like, okay, I'm saying I wasn't accusatory, but maybe they heard differently. I don't know. It just... It bugs me. And then another part of me is like, no, don't do that. That's exactly what women do all the time. They try to look and say, oh, what did I do wrong? And no, it's just men being meanies. <laughs> okay, I've talked a long time. I'm I'm ready for your comments.
1: Hmm. Do you think any of that trio is thinking back on that situation and wondering how they could have interacted differently?
0: No. (laughs) I think they've probably forgotten about me already. Yeah. Do you think they're thinking back on it? No. Okay. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure. I mean, so what does that mean? Does that mean I'm crazy? Does that mean we're in an awful male-dominated society that makes it okay, Uh, Or am I just blowing it way out of proportion?
1: Two of those explanations were focused on you, and one of them was focused on giant systems of how we've interacted with each other for thousands of years. Yeah. I'd chalk it up to that one.
0: The not me one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I'll, I'll make sure to tell everyone I'm not crazy.
1: <laughs> it's usually the best plan. To convince people of that. <laughs> hmm. I thought of two things knowing what happened that I maybe would have done differently. And I offer these not They're half joking, they're half serious, but it's more that they're <laughs> making me laugh. So that's why okay, I'm sharing. I can't them. wait. I, I can't don't wait to hear. This is, I want to be clear that this is not me saying, uh, you should have approached this differently. Here's how.
0: <laughs> Please tell me.
1: You leash up Joey, the dog. Uh-huh. And you, uh huh. And you get your sick kid who's crying and trying to sleep. And you walk with them into the fray. Now you have two wing people balancing their three. And what do you say? Hey, I got a sick kid here trying to sleep, and a dog that's really freaking out because you're making a lot of noise in there. Can we tone it down? In a way, that's fighting fire with fire. But what you've done is you've brought your world into the man's world. And your world... Uh, Is
0: that intimidating?
1: I think to certain men, yes. Yes. Hmm. Back in uh, back in high school, mm-hmm. I was co captain of the rock climbing team.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: co captain with uh, a friend of mine who happened to be a woman. Mm-hmm. As you giggled at me being part of a rock climbing team for a high school sport. That shows what the feeling of the sport was to the athletic director mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The athletic director at the time, he' was pretty old. he was pretty white. He's pretty into sports. It was like his thing.
0: but sports sports, not
1: yeah, rock climbing. yeah, sports. nothing that gets you know near your crotch with like a harness just sounds weird. <laughs> And so the stress unless
0: it's wrestling, you know. Right?
1: Uh, yeah, but that's a that's, that's a sport where you're putting sport. hands on another man. That's a, that's a good sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going
0: to pull out that audio. <laughs>
1: So every season that rock climbing would come up, it was a winter sport because it was inside. It's in a gym, but not the good kind of gym. One of us would have to go convince this person to sign on to this being a sport.
0: Oh, wow. So every season. We
1: had to show up and show that we were organized and show that we had an adult sponsor because it was off campus. Um. And so every year, the strategy—I think it was two years in a row—that we ran the club. The strategy was for my friend, my woman friend,
0: mm-hmm.
1: to be the one to roll in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And make it as awkward as possible. So he just signed the paper to get her out. <laughs>
0: Like, hey, if you don't sign this, I might get my period here. And Uh, then, you know, oh, oh, cramps are coming on. Ah!
1: Um,
0: Wow. So you didn't have to do anything.
1: I did not. However, a sensitive male rolling into that situation is in some ways – more of a threat Mm, mm -hmm. to the uh, hierarchy of what some men think manhood is. Right. So the goal was to get climbing approved as a sport as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And uh, my friend took some delight in making this happen because we'd figure out the way to make it happen.
0: Uh, I just, I mean, that makes me even more mad. Mm. (laughs) Uh, It just like rubs me the wrong way. Because, I mean, on one side, yes, it's smart. You have figured out the system and you have a workaround. But the system shouldn't be that way. And if you keep doing the workarounds, it's never going to change. Ugh. It makes me upset.
1: That coach did retire.
0: Thank goodness. A couple
1: of years later. And then the school added a kayak team.
0: Wow. And a bunch of other
1: cool outdoor sports. So... Ugh.
0: That makes me even more mad. Like, what did you miss out on because of this guy's
1: <laughs> to be, thinking? To be fair, kayaking was not very popular at the time. So I don't think anybody even thought that that could be a sport. Okay. And so okay. It, it excelled in, accelerated in popularity. And so then became. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, that makes sense.
1: I suppose this. Story is to show that this happens lots of places. And I think what the other thing that I'm pulling from it is that that the person working in there that got really standoffish really fast, he played he's got one card to play. Hmm. And it's to get most people to back down. Yeah. Just instantly because he's not telling you what he's doing. He's saying I'm doing this, I'm supposed to be doing this. And that's uh there's a brittleness there. And I think that's that's why my mind went to the silly suggestion of bringing your baby out there because if you're going to yell at, yell at my baby in front of me, then we got problems. Right, but if it's you, you're trying to think and keep the emotions of this person in mind as you navigate this situation, and they're not doing that, and so for them, it's a lot less energy, and I think this is what's i I think this is what hegemonic masculinity is this is the mm. power structure right, and so. If you adhere to that, it's a, it's a strength in some way and it's a Mm -hmm. brittle strength. Like you have to be right. If you're not right, uh uh-oh. If you get told off by this person that you're bothering that you didn't even check in with before you started working. Yeah. And I think it, I think it shows in the way the other two people acted in mm-hmm. the situation, is that they can't challenge the person at the top the of the structure? Alpha. Yeah, there's a huge risk, a social risk involved in that, and so it's right. easier to just sit, sit back.
0: Yep. Turn, turn the eye.
1: Um, the other idea that I had is that you. Find the biggest speaker in the house, put it against that wall, find the most annoying thing you can on a streaming (laughs) audio service, and just Hmm. pipe it through the walls back at them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, am I disturbing you with sounds of toilets flushing for the next 45 (laughs) minutes as you work here? It's going to mess up your algorithms, your viewing algorithms. <laughs> but it's gonna be worth it. Again though, it doesn't go to your it doesn't go to your bigger question, which is, hey, this is not supposed to be like this. Why is it like this? What do we do to actually shift things? Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do except to say I would feel I would go out trying to be nice I wouldn't know how to handle that situation because I'm not somebody well I Mm -hmm. am a man I am breaking some expectations from that male hierarchy and how I look and how sometimes I dress and whatnot
0: yeah
1: so I don't know
0: Well, and now this is um, (laughs) – you've just uh, made me aware of another thing I can be upset about, which is the fact that I'm still thinking about it and they are not.
1: This is the gift and curse of being a, a thoughtful person.
0: Can I give that up? Like maybe just for the next day. Can I just like hang it on a coat rack or something?
1: You can. I mean, it is it is it is possible to do that. You could you could have rolled out there and been like I've got a I've got a sick kid inside with COVID, which is not entirely true. Like
0: Yeah, I'm not good at lying. You're
1: disturbing my dog. So shut the fuck up or I'm calling your boss. Mm. Tone it down.
0: That was the thing. I was like, I should make a complaint. Did you? No, because first of all, I didn't get his name. Maybe they could have like narrowed it down to the location. They would know who was here, right? Mm -hmm. But I did go on the company website and I tried to look can I put a complaint in here somewhere or can I find something about how to make a complaint? And I couldn't, I mean, I didn't spend long on it, but then I immediately got in to thinking, okay, am I blowing this out of proportion? Um, I literally thought, oh my gosh, I don't want, to be Karen like that's not my intention ever they're probably calling me Karen right now and that stopped me in my tracks
1: let me ask a question do you care in what they think If they called you that, would they be right?
0: I would say no. Again. Uh, Also, I was telling Chris this, and he was like, I think you're confused about what a Karen is. Mm. So that's possible as well. But I just, and that goes back to this is one of my faults, which is caring about what other people think about me, mm. right, and I feel like I've gotten so far in not caring, but there are certain things that still like get me, and so i th- this is definitely one of them, and it, it just i Try to go into situations thinking, okay, I don't know what's going on in his life. Who knows? Maybe he has sick people at home and he's stressed and all this stuff. Also, I imagine there are times where he's interacted with a person whose building he's working on and they're not happy And they get really mean with him. I'm sure that's happened before. And so, like, I try to give him the benefit of the doubt, you know? Like, hey, that's why I said you don't have to be like this. Like, I'm not trying to come after you in any way. I... Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. I'm just trying to figure out why it's still like holding on to me so much. Like I can still get very angry about it.
1: I think it hits something deep. It hits, you're feeling all these assumptions made about you. Mm. And somebody not showing up in that space to even listen or talk about it or say, "Hey, we got to do some work in here. It'll take about this long."
0: Yeah, sorry for the inconvenience. Sorry for the
1: inconvenience. It's, it's asking very little.
0: That's what it felt like, and then it felt like, "Oh gosh, I'm asking for a million dollars or something." I think. I think that is. A good point. Like he didn't care to even listen to me. It was almost like I wasn't even a person, you know?
1: That hits deep whatever the circumstances yeah. are are that cause it. Like if you didn't feel like yeah. a person that
0: Yeah, I don't matter. It's so hard because The work that I find myself in, I mean, I hate to say this, but it's like, people are just nicer. (laughs) Like, they care. And I realize a part of that is you form these relationships and you just learn to know about a person more. And so it's not just this one-off experience. But I think overall, and I guess I'm just very lucky in the people that I interact with, mainly. And so when I come (laughs) to this person who's not treating me like a person, really, it throws me off. I'm like, oh, right, there are people like you in this world. And actually, probably a lot, a lot of people like you in this world. So I guess I should just be glad that it doesn't happen often. But man, what a bummer. Also, I just feel bad for other people that have to interact with that. (laughs) And I, I hope to heck that my children don't grow up like that.
1: That's the upside to being emotionally thoughtful is that imagine what your kids would be like. If you interacted with them like that, hey, I'm right. the person in power here. You do what I say. Mm. If you question me, you get yelled at. Yeah. Like what?
0: I mean, that happens sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to
1: lie. It's, okay if, it, not gonna it's lie. okay if it happens sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> we are a range, a range of emotions as people. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: range is good.
1: And Good. and you you dip into those thoughtful moments to understand to empathize with how somebody else is feeling.
0: Yeah, I is important. Yeah, I will say, I think Chris really taught me the importance of humanizing people like I hadn't noticed it before I was with him but it was like all right every restaurant every store we go into first thing he says to the waiter or server or cashier hey how are you doing how's your day You know, and those things matter. Like, it's amazing how much, even if they, you know, do the, oh, I'm fine, you know, at least you've opened the door, right? But a lot of times people are like, hey, thanks for asking, you know? So, yeah. I just hope that that's what our kids see, too. And it rubs off. Hmm. I think I'm feeling a little better. I think I still have a little hangover from it, but... You know, and it helps helps talk through. Um, thanks for not making me crazy. I mean, I, in this situation, I was there was a little part of me that wanted to be validated and said that I was right. I won because that's what I always want to do. I always want to win. But, um, you know, your response to it was thoughtful and um, didn't feel like you were just throwing me a cheap win. (laughs) And... I think I realized that no one wins in this situation. You know, it's just a cruddy circumstance that hopefully we'll get over at some point. Yeah. And thanks for letting me share a lot. And be very open and vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, thanks.
1: I'm gonna copy that last thing you said. Mm. Thanks for sharing a lot. Mm. Meaningful stuff. So that uh I got to just be quiet Is mm. it still what I'm feeling.
0: Mm. You did want to be quiet, huh? Mm. Good. I just have to say, going back to my check-in, mm? we'll just go for full circle here. Uh, so I said how my body's feeling off. I did not exercise or anything this week, somehow I'm more sore this week than I am when I'm exercising. And so that kind of worries me, like, oh, gosh, what stress am I holding in this body? And, like, what am I doing to myself? So... I think I might go do a nice stretch session now to, uh, yeah, hopefully loosen up a bit and, uh, before I sit back down in this chair to do my work. Fun. So fun. Yay. All right. Well, thanks for the chat. You're welcome. I don't know if you can even call it a chat. It was more than a chat. But we'll see you next week. Bye, Stephanie. Goodbye, Thomas. Hey, so have you ever felt the way I felt with what happened to me yesterday. Send me an email. I'd love to hear about it. Also, if you have any extra advice, feel free to shoot it my way. Uh, Just a disclaimer, because I feel like Thomas is going to not like me if I don't disclaim this. I might not follow your advice, but I appreciate it and you taking the time to send over an email. It's
1: that's, that's okay by me. Mm, know, great. Don't...
0: Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you. Well, we'll talk at you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.